Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 939. And today I want to talk to you about holding yourself to account. And I want to use an example that I used uh, this morning. So last year I went on this journey to achieve the best version of myself, the most muscular version of myself that I've ever achieved in my life. And I was able to achieve that and it felt phenomenal to be able to do that. But of course, when you go through that journey and you are working so hard to a specific date, have the photos and then that stops. It's like I was training to be on stage for a competition. Now, for those of you that um, don't have any idea of this, I'm going to use uh, not me as an example here, but I'll use... Um, like a bodybuilding athlete, for instance. So what can happen is, and this doesn't have to be a big athlete because the numbers are probably bigger. I'm talking about experience that I know of for um, female uh, athletes that are probably in that, I'm going to say around the 50 kilo mark. So not, not huge. And so they go through this uh, process of depleting fluids and everything for them to be on stage and to you know, have those photos to look amazing. And then, as soon as it finishes, they start to move back to, um, if you like, a, a normalized sort of eating. And it doesn't mean that they're going out and they're having KFC and pizza and fish and chips and pasta and all that kind of stuff in huge quantities. But what you can find is that over a week or two weeks, they could put on five to seven kilos just because of how their body has been so depleted previously. So this is why maintaining that particular position is not a long-term healthy solution. You can only do it for a period of time. And so now back to me, I didn't get down to those sorts of levels, but what I aimed to do was just gradually move back to a more normalized um, sense of uh, eating. Because the last, oh, I'm going to say the last 10 days for me, I dropped down meals. And till the last uh, three days, I think it was for me, I moved to three meals a day. And no training and just three meals a day just to keep me going, getting the, the muscle to burn off the extra calories and fat and um, you know get me as lean as possible up to that point. And so as I've then achieve that best look and I've got the photos and everything and obviously as soon as I start to reintroduce those foods that that six-pack for instance that defined six-pack that I had has started to erode and if you've been listening the last few days you'll know that I've had the DEXA scans I've talked to you about the assessment of what I'm going to do from the results etc and one of the things that uh, you can be fearful of I guess or okay I'll say you can be, I'll say I am fearful of, it was then to take new photos. And I had gotten into the habit of every uh, Sunday, I, you know, I strip off, I tan up, I take the photos, send them through to my coach and getting slowly better and slowly better. And I haven't taken any photos since that day eight weeks ago. Uh, because I just, you know, I'm, in, I'm, I'm not in my peak condition. I'm off my normal heavy training at the moment because that's starting in a week or so. 
Um, so it's just a little bit different and I hadn't thought about it. And the more time that had passed, I thought, oh, well, there's no point in taking the photos because I don't really look that awesome. But then I thought from you, um, the last few days, having the DEXA scan, I thought, well, I really should take the photos so that we can marry up what it is that the DEXA scan results show versus, well, how does, how does that show up in images? What does that look like? Uh, because I, I want to be able to, uh, you know, marry the two up and say, okay, well, this much body fat, this much muscle in your body looks like this. And then as you progress, you can see, okay, well, that's what your body fat percentage was there and that's what you looked at, looked like because they are the two measures that I, I used. If you look at my Facebook page, you'll see what I'm, I'm talking about. I just did a post uh, yesterday uh, about this and saying that uh, I don't use the scales, I use the DEXA scans and I also use photos to be able to measure my progress and how well I'm going. So I have had this fear of doing that because I thought you can feel really anxious about, well, why do I want to take photos now? Because I know I don't look my best now. And so I took the photos and I didn't look, well, let me, before I say that, my scan results show that uh, I'm a heavier body fat um, percentage than, or larger body fat percentage than I, that I have been over my last couple of scans. And of course, I, I didn't get an opportunity to have a scan after my last, you know, my best position because of COVID and everything. And so I took the photos and I'm thinking, oh man, how do I look? How am I going to look? Uh, because... Uh, you know, if I'm in the, a higher body fat percentage, then surely I'm not going to have the same lines and definition. I haven't been doing my posing and all that kind of stuff. And so I took the photos and I was actually surprised. Now, this is where your strong points stand out and your weak points stand out. And I've never really thought about this too much before um, this uh, sort of last six months or so. But clearly, the strong point on my body are my legs. And I've had a few competitive athletes that have said, uh, to me the same thing, that my legs are my best features because even though, and I'm looking at them right now, and they've still got quite a lot of definition. In fact, I would say to some extent they have more definition than my, my final photos that, are, uh, that I took now. As in they have more definition now than they did when I took them eight weeks ago. But my weak points are my abs. So as my coach says, he says, everybody's got a trouble spot. And he says, I think yours are your abs. But I can see that my abs, so let's just say my trunk, so between my neck and between my, um, my butt, uh, I, uh, that seems to be my weak point because my abs actually didn't look too bad uh, compared to where they were looking at, the, at my peak. I compared the two photos. Not as defined, but um, still, uh, still looking uh, pretty good. And my back, I can see that I've lost a lot of definition through my back. So... Um, even though you wouldn't necessarily think that you get a lot of um, back fat. And it's not that I'm carrying a lot. I'm talking about, you know, we're talking about at the upper end of success here. So um, I've noticed that, yeah, my abs and my back is obviously where I start to pull the fat. And so if I reflect back on the scan, then muffin top, love handles, that area was bigger. And um, the percentage 
uh, through my trunk had increased. So obviously, this is a trouble spot for me. So that means that I've got to um, maybe have a little bit more attention to detail there. So last night I sent my, my coach a really long, um, well, it wasn't that long, but it was, a, I don't know, about four or five paragraphs maybe as to how I was feeling about my results and crunching some numbers as to what I needed to get to to get to either a 7.5% body fat, get to an 8.3% body fat, I think it was, in terms of if I put on this much muscle and I lost this many kilos, then is that realistic for me? Um, essentially, what should we be doing differently? Maybe now that I'm getting older, I need to be, um, you know, I can't get away with having uh, one uh, smoothie a day, uh, you know, a, a protein bar every couple of days. I, I, maybe I just can't get away with those things if I want to achieve that, that super ripped body uh, that I want. So I haven't heard back from him yet, uh, but I'm just getting all my thoughts out there so that here at the start of the year we can see, okay, so do we need to do anything too differently? And so uh, this morning I was experimenting with some more loading exercise, some exercise that I haven't done before uh, to see were they causing me issue and we're focusing on angles and that kind of stuff. So incline bench press, doing partial presses, doing half, doing quarter presses, um, checking all that out, doing some, uh, some prone rows in a 30 degree uh, type angle as well and just seeing how those things are working for me. And uh, I discovered that I can do a prone row on a 30 degrees and I can do uh, some, uh, some good loading exercises uh, on the incline, 15 degrees, not 30. 30 is not good, but 15 uh, still seems to be okay for me. And uh, that's just some more information I give my coach so that we can incorporate some, uh, some heavier movements this year to help build some, uh, some more muscles. So um, all of this has made me think about uh, you know, the, the photos and how important they are and how I was scared to take them because I knew that I'd achieved my peak and these were going to be less and how was I going to feel about that? So I guess the message in all of this is I've been going on a little bit of a journey over the last eight weeks to prepare myself for this next year. And I don't think when you're you're going on this, this journey and you're, you know, you've, had the, you've produced the best body ever. So then what do you do? Do you just rest on that? Many people would say, well, yeah, you just, you just rest on it. You know, you just, you just stay there where you are and you don't worry about improving any further. You can be happy just exactly where you are. And of course, the answer to that or well, the response to that is, yeah, you could be like that, but I didn't want to be. I wanted to make sure that I continue to improve my body. And up until my last photos, I didn't know what it was that I really wanted to achieve uh, beyond that date. But what I did think was whatever I do want to achieve is going to show up pretty quickly once I get to that day. And it did. It was in the next day or so I thought, do you know what? I liked the photos. I liked the progress that I made. 
but I'm hungry for more. I just want to achieve more because I don't think I've reached my potential yet. I think there is more in there for me. And so that's when I set my goals for this year to say, well, okay, you can do better than that. And over the, the subsequent weeks, since then, I've been thinking, okay, if I'm completely honest, I don't, as I've you know, gone back six or seven weeks, I'm in a different position now, but I was feeling that, do you know what, I don't feel super pumped about this. I feel like it's the next logical step, but I don't feel super pumped. I don't feel super focused because I'm reflecting on how I felt last year, incredibly focused. Um, and I was thinking back to COVID, how we were locked down and just how, how dedicated I was for each session, even despite what everything else was, was going on. Every session I did in the studio, the, the gyms were shut, but I could push so hard in here. And I'm in the studio right now. And I thought, how do I get back to that place? What am I going to do to get back to that place? And so as the days have been progressing, I've been thinking more and more, how do I get more focused? And I thought, I looked back on what were all the things that worked for me last year? And I thought, well, obviously the... I didn't think about taking the photos at this point, but as I stand here now, I think, well, the scans, the photos, they obviously worked well. And I was thinking more externally, well, the countdown worked really well for me. I had a countdown that I updated every single day. I had photos up on my wall. I surrounded myself with the the gold theme, um, bodybuilding sculptures and all that kind of stuff to just constantly have me connected with what was important to me when I was in a different room in my, my home. I was constantly focused. So I thought, okay, well, what took me to where I got to last year isn't going to take me to now. And once you've got a number of things around you, I guess you can tend to become complacent with where you are and they no longer have that same driving force. So I thought, all right, I've got to change this up. So for instance, last year, the, the music Thunderstruck was the theme that I had in my mind when I'm standing on stage, uh, just in my shorts, tanned up, holding the winner's check above my head. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen this year because I've missed out. Now, I'm working on it for this next year, but I thought I ne- maybe I need a new song because maybe Thunderstruck isn't going to have the same impact on me. So I haven't found that song yet, but that's something that I thought of. I looked at all my photos on my mirror upstairs and I said, okay, I want something different this year because those photos took me so far, but I want to replace some. So as I was going through looking at different photos, I thought, you know what, there is one bodybuilder that's closer to my height that I really admire his physique. And there's one particular photo that I like. His name's Frank Zane. And um, I thought that image really inspires me. And I like the proportions and everything. You've heard me talk about this before. So I've got a number of different images of him on my wall, uh, on my mirror upstairs. I've got um, some of my old ones as well, like my 
um, a gold medalist friends, I've got um, coaches, um, I've got uh, previous isobody uh, winners, all that kind of stuff. I've got them on my mirror because they inspire, pardon me, they inspire me, but I've got some new ones up there as well. And so then I thought about the training that I was doing. I thought, well, the training that I did, it was, you know, it was so programmed. I, um, it worked well for me. I consistently did it every week. We didn't change much. That worked well. Um, I then looked at the tracking and thought, yeah, well, all the tracking of everything I did last year worked really well as well. And then I looked at uh, the uh, tracking of my food and I, had, I was still tracking my food, but every now and then I would let a day uh, slip off and I'd just track things from the next day. So there might be, say, one or two days where I wouldn't track. I'd be eating basically the same food, but I just wouldn't be tracking it. And I thought, no, you've got to get back on on track because that worked so, so well for me previously. So as I'm progressing, as the weeks are going by, I'm starting to create some more enthusiasm for me. One of the things when I finished in November was one of the keys that was important for me was to just back off a little bit because, as we all know, 2020 was a hell of a year and I'd physically put my body through a lot and without a proper break. And mentally, emotionally, I put myself through a lot as well. Not just with my training, but with the other aspects of, of just COVID and everything else. And I was tired. I had an incredibly busy schedule, you know, 16 hours a day. And I thought, I just need to take some time out uh, away from the intensity. Not to stop training, but away from the intensity. In fact... After I'd finished um, back in mid-November, I think I was, the week prior, I couldn't train uh, just because of, that was my coach's advice, not to do any training, just walking. So I think I was only out for, in total, about seven to nine days before I went back into the gym and started, started lifting again. So it you know, I haven't had a huge break from the gym, but I haven't gotten back into that heavy focus training since November. We're about to start again 1 February. So after I record this, I've got to send my coach uh, some details of the experiments that I did with my lifting today so that um, he's got all that information and can, he can send me a new program so I can start it on 1 Feb. But each day that's gone by, I'm thinking, okay, Yes, I've rested. I feel, I feel more energized. I feel like my body is ready now to start to get back into that, that heavier training. I think the DEXA scan was a, a wake-up call for me to say, well, you know, this is the result that you've gotten from what you've been doing and you can't just let these things slip. You've got to be more focused on some of these things in order to get a better outcome for yourself. I've... Um, taking the photos today, I was skeptical about it. I was nervous about doing it. But then once I've taken them and then compared them, realized that this is such an important component of my progress and just measuring how, how I'm going. Uh, so all of these things, all these little things have helped me get to that place where I know that I'm ready. It's time to get moving again. It's time to get focused for 2021. 
And by the time I start on 1 February, which is another week away, I'll be like ready. It's like, boom, let's, let's just go. And the other interesting thing actually, because we will be introducing some new exercises this year, some loading exercises, what's curious is that there's some exercises for me that are gonna be way easier for me to do home here in the studio. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. One, it's not really possible to do some of these in the gym just because they don't have the right equipment that I can easily move. So for instance, I need a, to use a power rack. Now, ironically, I just sold my, my, um, my big power rack, but I have other power racks here as well. But what I need to do is put an incline bench in a power rack. Now, at my existing gym, all the incline benches are flat to incline, and uh, I think they decline a bit too. Uh, they are all bolted down, so they can't be moved to a power rack. I think there's some flat benches that can be moved over there, but you can't move an incline one. So I thought, well, okay, that makes it so much easier for me to do it at home. And weights can be an issue with the gym too. If it's particularly busy, you just can't get all the weights because they're still struggling to get them. So I thought, okay, well, let's just try this at, at home. And then I have to do some prone rowing, which is basically lying face down on an incline bench. And there's nowhere where I can do that at the gym because of the design of the benches with a barbell. I can do it with dumbbells, but I can't do it with a barbell. But I have a bench here where I can do that and I experimented with that today. Uh, and that seemed to work quite well. So it might be a case of this next year, most of my training might actually be just in my studio. And I was obviously excited about getting back into um, you know, my normal gym to do those workouts because they had the equipment uh, that I enjoyed using. But it looks like we probably won't be using uh, that equipment this year. We're gonna do it differently. Um, so different exercises, uh, very few machines, all barbells, dumbbells, heavy weights, uh, similar exercises all year round. And so it might be I'm doing everything here at home uh, this year in the studio. And I think that, that will kind of suit me because I was also thinking, man, if I can't get to the gym, what's that gonna mean to me? And then I thought, you know, I have created such an amazing studio here. And obviously I tested myself with COVID last year. Every workout I did in here was amazing. Apart from four, I think. But I was so focused, it's easier for me, I don't have to compete with weights, and because of the, now with using these different benches, um, it just makes it really easy for me to be able to just say, okay, let's just jump in here and uh, use these, and it's just all for me. It's just, it's all me, just my, my session, my equipment, no one else is gonna get in the way, I don't have to worry about COVID safe stuff, the cleanliness and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, on a couple of different fronts, I'm excited. My message here is you can be scared sometimes to, I don't know, reintroduce things or introduce things back into your schedule, even though you know that they work. And I think photos and scans are a big one. You know, I was a bit skeptical about going to have a scan, uh, the photos again, but I thought, well, I've done the scan. The coach hasn't asked for photos, but uh, at some point he's going to it. I want to know you know, what I'm looking like. So uh, let's do it now. And it really does work. It creates 
a great level of focus for you. But you've got to be hungry. And if you read my Facebook post from yesterday, you'll see that you've, you've got to be hungry if you're going to measure these things, if you're going to take the photos and everything and, and check your progress. Um, but if you're not hungry for it, if you don't really want to change, you're wasting your money and your time in doing it. Uh, this, is, this is for those that really want to be successful and stay focused and on track. Uh, and that's my, my reason for doing it and doing it now. So even I can be scared about doing things sometimes, but realize the importance of doing it anyway. Face the fear, do it anyway. Stay safe. See you tomorrow.